Hi, I'm Debbie Georgettis. Welcome to my show, America Can We Talk. Today, we're going to talk about the media echo chamber, information warfare, COVID tyranny incoming, and leftist bulldozing America's freedom. And of course, I'll tell you why these stories matter to you. Stay tuned. Debbie Georgiatis, host of America Can We Talk, is an author, attorney, and political analyst whose mission is to inspire the American political conversation about preserving liberty in the best country on earth. America Can We Talk is sponsored by GC Works, a Dallas-based company performing advanced technology research in the oil and gas industry. Hello again and welcome to America Can We Talk and to today's First Five. I'm Debbie Georgiatis. Yesterday, Congressman Louie Gohmert joined us on the show and he was talking a little bit uh, about what happened in Washington this past Saturday. There was a Mega Million March and people were MAGA, the Million Man MAGA, whatever it was, March. But basically, it was a march in Washington uh, by over a million supporters of President Trump who were there and basically uh, to march in favor of demanding fair elections, stop the steal, demanding, just demanding all the election fraud that's come to surface be exposed. And so he, Congressman Gohmert, spoke there. Um, and he was very, very good. You know, he was impassioned. And of course, he's a favorite among conservatives in this country. One of the few, few, truly few patriots willing to speak up when things are very challenging and when it's not popular with the media. One thing he said that day, which I didn't uh, bring up in yesterday's interview, but he talked about this being information uh, warfare. And part of what I want to hit in this first five today is the idea that, you know, we've been talking in this show so much about you have to get two fair election results. You've got to get to the result that tells you who actually won in the election of 2020, not who MSNBC, CBS, ABC, and all left-wing media is trying to just proclaim or coronate that Joe Biden won, but, you know, the real process, the real honesty, and, and which includes digging in and understanding all of what appears to have occurred with the electronic manipulation of voter tabulation software. What actually happened? How much cheating was there? As you, you've likely seen across this country, we've had affidavits uh, of people who are uh, on the ground telling about they were supposed to be a poll watcher, but the Democrats wouldn't let them into the poll watching room, or the Democrats put the tables 10 feet back so you couldn't see. Another person had an affidavit saying, hey, you know, um, we're supposed to be poll watching, so they're counting these ballots, but they had, you know, six tables lined up of people counting ballots and one poll watcher for the whole row of six tables. So obviously you can't see what's happening. You can't see, did they put the Biden vote in the Trump category or the Trump vote in the Biden? Did they actually count? So there, was, there were many, many jurisdictions, simply no meaning, there was no meaningful poll watching which is a fundamental aspect of fair elections in America, fundamental. But the other thing Louis Gomer was talking about, and I want to mention today in this first five, has to do with the idea of information warfare. And that really is this idea that what is put out to the public, what the public hears and understands, becomes truth. If you are the media, you think when you're the media and you're the left-wing media, we decide truth, we define truth. So we are saying, Biden won, and therefore all information that flows out to the public must be consistent with the, the left-wing media decision. 
And I, I know that many people in this country will say, well, okay, well, there are some people like that. You know, some people who are in the media who are pushing an agenda, but not everybody. And there's some people in the media, you know, who may, uh, you know, maybe stridently pro-Biden or pro-leftist or something. Um, but it's not coordinated. I mean, it's not like they all talk to each other and get a game plan. Well, I don't know how it happens, but I want to play for you a video. This was in a tweet put out by James Woods, a brilliant um, and just wonderful, really skilled at putting out a meaningful, impactful um, Twitter posts, tweets on Twitter. But he put out a video on Twitter. This is a montage of various left-wing outlets in this country. And when I say left-wing, you might think, oh, you mean like Politico or Vox or one of the, you know, Slate, one of the clearly radical leftists. I mean, people standing there doing the evening news on television, and many people probably look at them and think, well, this isn't left-wing. This isn't Vox and Politico and Slate. This is the evening news. You know, it's pretty straightforward. So I want to have you listen to the montage that James Woods put together. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we, we are concerned about trouble the plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Okay. Stop and contemplate. That was not just a montage of one particular news outlet. It isn't like Fox National, which has gone all leftist. It's not like Fox National told everyone in the country, say these words. These are all different news outlets, different organizations, different around the country. And what this was a brilliant thing James Woods did. Brilliant, brilliant tweet that he did. But I really want to talk a little bit about today. You talk about what Louis Gohmert talked about at the Million MAGA March in Washington, information warfare. This is left-wing thought police media deciding they're going to tell America not only what to think, they've agreed on exactly how to say it and what to think, but the particular goal of what they were saying in that montage was 
don't listen to all these other outlets. I mean, you know, very, very crazy people out there saying crazy things. You can't listen to them. They're saying we are the source for truth. They're saying we, which is clearly the radical left agenda thinking, are the source for truth. We'll tell you. So don't listen to what these crazy other outlets say. Don't listen to what you may hear on a show like this, America Can We Talk, or any other show. Listen to the authorities. Listen to the ruling elite media class. Listen to us. Don't listen to these people. And they put out the idea like, well, you know, they're putting ideas out there that aren't so important, so aren't so right. I want to talk about that quite a bit today. I want to actually ask Matt the Wonderful to, as they say, rewind the tape. That used to be actually something you had to do. I guess you don't do that anymore. But I want to start it again, then stop it and just mention a couple things. So, Matt, if we can start that over, and I'll probably stop it pretty quickly. Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced okay, let's journalism. Hold on one second. Okay, all of them really like using the word community. Community, it's a beautiful word, of course, when it means something, but the community notion is designed, the word community, they're all saying, we serve our little wherever they are community. They're trying to tell you and, and lure you in with a sense of, you're one of us. We're all like a little family, our community. It conveys you should trust us, you should believe us. We're speaking to the blah, blah, blah community. And community has a sense of membership. Well, I, I'm part of, like, I, I live, right, I, Debbie, I live in Dallas, Texas. So I'm part of the Dallas community, or at least my neighborhood community, maybe. But the whole thing is, you're a member, we're all together, and we're coming together to tell you the truth, unlike the other guys. Now, let's play the next thing. I don't know if we can start again where we were. And that CBS 4 News produces. But we are concerned about the sharing of okay, bias on, and false news has become okay. all. What? I'm sorry, Matt, this is hard to do, and I didn't even tell you I wanted to do it. But so they're saying this next little thing, they're all saying the identical words, one sided news coverage which is obviously hugely, it's hilarious, actually hypocritical, because that's what they're presenting is one-sided news coverage. They're telling you, we've come together, we get it, so we, so we want to help you so you're not being duped by the one-sided coverage coming from other bad people because we're the good people. We don't do one-sided. We're telling you everything, except they're telling you exactly what they're doing. They're in lockstep with the message, the, the main, and when I say radical left, sometimes I think people think radical left is only the, you know, the weather underground type people. But leftism, the whole concept of leftism has overtaken, not, and I say leftism, I mean the un-American um, disdain for freedom, America is founded, America rooted in the ideas of the Declaration of the Constitution, rooted in freedom of the individual, rooted in the idea of rights that come from God simply because you were born, rooted in the rights guaranteed in the Constitution, that the real America. Leftism, you don't even have to go all the way over to communism. Leftism even finds those ideas, foundational American ideas, as offensive, obnoxious, and to somehow be conquered and clobbered and ended. So let's go ahead now with uh, what uh, they're saying. 
to comment on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media Okay, because the rest of it, they just extremely dangerous to our democracy over and over and over and over and over. They're attacking what they say is social media and then media outlets. But the one thing they're hitting on, among many, is without checking facts. So all these outlets, all these outlets are, for the most part, going along with the uh, coronation of Joe Biden, who did not win in the presidential election cycle. They're referring to him as president-elect. They're running stories that would flow from if he really were president-elect. They're all doing that. And yet they are mocking and ridiculing what they're calling uh, alternative media outlets uh, for not checking facts. And they will not report on probably the most important fact uh, recently occurring in American history, which is there was a radical attempt to steal the 2020 elections through the manipulation of voter tabulation software and, and hit, uh, the attempt to hide that manipulation, hide the theft of this election from the American people. These people don't want to report it. There's something else ongoing too, which is, you know, the kind of media that you're watching right there, this is media that has for years had the dominant role in America. They tell America what to think. They tell America what's true. They tell America uh, whatever issues they choose to cover, those issues are the most important issues. They tell America what you're supposed to think about climate change, about uh, the caravans coming across the southern border and, and, and border security. What are you supposed to think about welfare? What are you supposed to think about taxes and spending and corporations and the political parties? These major media outlets have owned the power to sway the public opinion of Americans for a long time. What they see happening is that alternative news sources like this show, like other shows in this country, are coming forward with intelligent, informed reporting, assessment, uh, discussion of the news in ways that threatens their lock, their death grip on creating and forming America's public opinion. This is among the reasons they are so rattled. They are in the left-wing camp. They're in the, oh, you know, the kind of the ruling elite leftist, whatever the Washington insiders say we should do. This is kind of the ruling elite leftist thing we do. They're into that. But they're also into it because they have played a role in that. They have played a role for the longest time. They have their contacts inside Washington. They have their contacts in the agencies and contacts in Congress, contacts in every conceivable entity in Washington. And they feel like they're insiders because they know they can go to so-and-so and get this information and they can be the first one to break it. They've had a death grip on information access in Washington and on shaping and molding America's public opinion. They don't like the fact that these alternative media outlets and shows like mine are able to actually impact American political opinion. They want to reclaim the market share they've lost. They want to reclaim the perch that tells America what to think. 
but they are, it's a losing battle for them, and especially because very few of them will actually change and begin to be, report truth, begin to look into stories, begin to reject the uh, party line story and whatever the issue is. These people have for decades enabled the ruling elite class in Washington to keep the people moderately informed while they think they're informed, to keep the people on the track of believing what the ruling elite wants them to think. And they are threatened and angered and frustrated that the American people have other sources and aren't going to listen to what they say. But in closing up this first five, share that montage with your friends. Ask them how that could be the case, that all of these news outlets, they weren't just Fox, they weren't just NBC, they weren't just ABC, they weren't just CBS. All these news outlets are not just conveying the same general opinion, they are speaking from a script, telling the American people, don't you listen to these noisy people in social media who might be questioning the outcome of this election. Don't you listen to those people who are actually floating the idea that there was massive election fraud in the 2020 election cycle. Don't you listen to these people who are helping America understand how the fraud was carried out. They, it's, a, it's a kind of like a drowning rat trying to hold on or something and, 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 and still be relevant. They're losing their relevance because they don't pursue truth anymore. And they project what they're doing onto the people they're accusing. They don't want to pursue truth and accuracy and the real story. They want instead to accuse the people who are pursuing truth, like this show and other shows. They want to accuse them of being not having the facts straight, putting things out there they shouldn't. This is a, it's, it was a truly deeply eye-opening video that James Woods uh, created all of their own words, all of their own saying, brilliant, brilliant job, and really wake up call for the American people to recognize if you tune in the evening news uh, and you think you're informed, you're not. You're actually more like you are mesmerized, hypnotized, uh, you are propagandized, you are not informed. And that, my very fine friends, is today's first five. So that's the stories I want to hit today. Um, this is, a, I told it, a COVID tyranny coming. I've been on this, as you know, if you listen to the show very often, on this topic of COVID a lot. And partly I've been on it because what I think the American people should want, in fact, in fact, it ties into our first five. What the American people should want is truth. It's what everyone should want. You should want the truth about the election. Was it manipulated or not? Uh, who really won? What was the actual outcome? You should want truth. You should want truth about healthcare issues. You should want truth about whether or not COVID is so lethal that we simply must shut down the American free market economy to protect ourselves from it. You should want the truth about whether or not there are efficacious therapies that doctors are prescribing around this country that are effectively treating people suffering from COVID. When you had, we've had doctors on this show many, many times talking about, we, we started, well, just start with Dr. Simone Gold. She formed America's Frontline Doctors. She went to Washington with a coalition of other doctors to get, to get media attention to say, hey, 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 we're shutting down America's economy and society and freedom over something that is treatable and, and, and not a major threat. 
it is a, it's unpleasant. It's like a flu. And I, in fact, I know people who, I, Debbie, have know people who've gone through COVID who said that I've had flus that felt worse. I know people have passed on from COVID. I know it's serious and we have to have public health officials putting out information. It's a great thing to have information from the public health officials that tell you, you know, wash your hands, whatever else they tell you to do, you know, they, to give advice and to tell you what the symptoms are and tell you how, where you can get tested if you want to get tested. Those things are good. But we have fallen into, with respect to COVID, we're no longer engaging in the effort to seek truth or I am, but many media outlets, like the ones you watched in the first five today, many, the people speaking on behalf of Dr. Fauci in Washington, DC, the National Institute of Health and other organizations are not seeking truth. They're seeking to control the people and to control the political conversation, to control what the American people understand about COVID and about effective therapies. So back to Dr. Simone Gold. She formed America's Frontline Doctors. She went to Washington. She got on the steps of the Capitol, I guess it was, or yeah, Capitol. And she said, hey, all these doctors lined up. We're treating people who have COVID. And there's a very effective treatment using hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and whatever the other protocol is. It's a simple protocol. It works. People who contract COVID take these medications and then they're better. And we, and this is, she, and so she's trying to say that. Other doctors on my show, Dr. Yvette Lozano, based here in Dallas, Texas, has a solo practice. She literally gets to work in the morning at her, at her medical practice, and there's a line out the door and down the sidewalk into the parking lot of people who come from all around Texas because she will prescribe hydroxychloroquine. They have COVID. They, she'll prescribe hydroxychloroquine, and they get better very quickly. In fact, I have a very dear friend here in Dallas who's been ill for days saying, oh, I'm going to tough it out at home. She finally said, you know, this is getting kind of bad. She went to Dr. Lozano. She was literally, she posted today something along the lines of, wow, the hydroxychloroquine just turned the trick. I feel great. After, I think, three or four days not feeling well, one day on this hydroxychloroquine feeling much better. The point is, we, when I use the term COVID tyranny incoming, COVID tyranny, part of the tyranny with, with the, in the way our countries handle COVID is because government officials... Dr. Fauci being central among them, is willing to allow lies to be believed. It's an information warfare lie put out to the American people that there's nothing effective to deal with COVID. That all you can do if you have COVID is suck it up, get in bed, you know, stay home. And if you get really, really sick, go to the hospital where they'll put you on a ventilator and then you might die. This is, this is the medical advice that, that Fauci is essentially putting out to America. When doctors around the country, including the ones I mentioned, Dr. Simone Gold, I mean, there's talk like there's like 40,000, no, 4,000 doctors, part of a coalition trying to say, America, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to, we don't need to be shut down. We, we are overreacting by orders of magnitude to the COVID virus. We're overreacting and we don't need to. But the people who have discovered COVID as a means of controlling the people, a means of controlling the American people and their sense of whether they're safe, their, their belief in their right to individual freedom, their belief in their right to get up in the morning, decide to leave their house if they want in the morning and to open their business if they want to, to go to a restaurant if they want to. 
People in Washington have discovered that the fear of COVID is a, a, a multiplier. It gives them huge power over the American people and the ability to control the freedom of the American people. If they can get people afraid of COVID, they can control them. And this is why it is such a, it's an outrage because the information is out there. I mentioned hydroxychloroquine. We've also had in the show numerous times, Dr. Richard Bartlett from Midland, Texas. He is the one who figured out on, as he was working an emergency room shift at night in March in his hospital in Midland, Texas, and people were coming with COVID that he realized that the suffering they were going through because of the breathing challenges they had with COVID were very much like the breathing challenges people have suffering from asthma. And so he realized that the asthma medication budesonide, which is a, a steroid, which you take, or he's prescribing, you take it you, by inhaling it, inhale budesonide, an asthma treatment, use it for the treatment of COVID. He discovered amazing, radical, very quick recovery by people who were suffering from COVID, gasping for breath, gasping for their life, and literally recovering by turning to inhale budesonide. So he's trying to get that story out there. He's been on my show, many other shows. He's out there talking about it. I'm getting around to talking to why I want to be on this today and review all this in case you don't follow my show regularly is there are doctors around this country in the thousands and thousands. In fact, another one I didn't, I forgot to mention, Dr. Robin Armstrong. He's one of the America's frontline doctors based in Houston, Texas, who had an outbreak of COVID occur at a uh, retirement uh, community. It's an assisted living community, very senior people, many of whom have health problems of various kinds, had a massive outbreak. Virtually everyone there uh, came down with COVID. And because he chose to treat them with hydroxychloroquine and zinc and the other thing that goes with it and the oxygen therapy, so they're monitoring the oxygen level in their bloods, blood. He did not rush all those people to the hospital. He did not hospitalize all these very senior citizens because that normally res often results in their death in other cases. He treated them with this therapy and lost exactly one patient to COVID who was 101 who had pre-existing conditions and whose family said, don't bother with the hydroxychloroquine. She was in hospice. She was at that level of decline of her, of her health. So basically, everybody survived. We've had that story told in this show. And yet we're at a place in November 2020 with all these stories and all these doctors and all these doctors publishing things, writing things, writing articles, speaking up, that we are facing impending tyranny should he who was not really elected, Joe Biden, become president. He's promising America. Joe Biden is promising America if he were to be elected, uh, which he was not, but if he were to steal this election, that he will, number one, mask mandates around this country, mask mandates. He's going to call the governors and tell them to mandate the masks. And if they won't do what he says, he's going to call the, have, have the local officials, the mayors and local government people called. Everyone told, make a mask mandate. Everyone wears a mask everywhere. In fact, he even said in interstate commerce, it's like you're driving to visit, you know, your aunt in, in a Utah and in the car, your interstate commerce, you have to wear a mask. The guy cannot wait to exert tyranny over America. He also has, as we mentioned on this show a couple of times, but it is so egregious, 
the 100,000 plus people he is going to put in his new public health corps, this is Biden's plan, public health corps, to put out there in America, to send them around America to do track and trace because of COVID. So you're going to have the police state imposed by Biden, imposed by Washington, racing around this country, tracking down people, questioning them, ordering them into quarantine, and keeping track of who they are and where they live and where they've been and who they've been in touch with. It could not be more police state. This is what Biden has planned over a disease which has a 99.9% survival rate for basically everybody, except for those very senior and infirm. This is the tyranny coming from COVID. But I want to mention a couple of good things that Dr. Simone Gold has said in the show and many other places made the point that we, you know, we have with COVID, we have a health care issue with the loss of constitutional rights and freedom in this country in response to COVID. We have a crisis, a constitutional crisis. Well, Judge Justice Alito, a member of the Supreme Court, has actually said basically the same thing. He said religious liberty, number one, is fast becoming a disfavored right talking about the idea that you can, as you have heard Louis Gohmert mention on the show yesterday, Congressman Gohmert mentioned yesterday, you can have casinos open and Lowe's department store and mobs in the streets burning things down, but you can't have church. Church, that'd be dangerous, can't have church. This is what these left-wing governors in this country are saying and apparently getting away with. But basically, uh, Justice Alito was extremely um, outspoken. Um, he said he wasn't dismissing the severity of the virus threat to public health, um, but he is saying the pandemic, and this is Justice Alito's terms at a speech, I think, to some lawyers, the pandemic has resulted in previously unimaginable restrictions on individual liberty. This is a great thing Justice Alito has recognized this because there will eventually be some case before the Supreme Court where some citizen or group is saying, why are we not allowed to leave our houses anymore without government permission? And I'll tell you where else this COVID tyranny is headed, my very fine friends. It is headed to the place that once this miraculous vaccine, which many Americans have said they won't take, but once this vaccine becomes available, we will be facing the kind of situation that China is facing, which is if you want the vaccine, if you don't take the vaccine, you're not gonna be able to leave your house. You're gonna have, if you think I'm exaggerating, I had a, I nearly had on my show, a very well-respected conservative healthcare expert who was talking, essentially wanted to talk about, you know, reforming the healthcare system, what to do post Obamacare, blah, blah. I realized that even this guy, who's a alleged healthcare expert on the conservative side, he was advocating, I know what we can do about uh, COVID. We'll, get, we'll have at-home COVID tests, and then you get your test result, you do it yourself at home, and then you enter the data about yourself into an app on your phone, and then the app gives you a red light or green light. The app says red, you have to stay home, green, you're allowed to go out. And I said, how is that different from communist China? Are you kidding me? But I need you to understand people, this COVID fear has so overtaken even otherwise alleged experts, alleged conservative experts, that they're entertaining ways and ideas about how we can possibly control the population and prevent the spread of COVID when it has a 99% survival rate and it has therapies that are working. 
and yet we have we have been we have been overwhelmed with the media in this country spreading fear, spreading panic, never or rarely reporting all of the good therapies that have come to be. In fact, Congressman Gohmert was on my show yesterday. I happen to know um, he contracted COVID. In fact, he contracted, as a day he's supposed to be on my show, I think. And he texted ahead and said, hey, you know what? Weirdly enough, I, I, I uh, tested positive for uh, COVID, so I got I to gotta stay home for two. We got to quarantine. And he had mild symptoms. He Actually, he used both hydroxychloroquine and budesonide, uh, and he was fine very quickly and back on track. But I really, I want to talk about this COVID thing. I want to encourage people not to just think of it of a healthcare issue. It is that we have therapies, we'll have other therapies, but the, the fear that has been implanted in the minds of million Americans by a media who won't tell the true story, who won't help Americans understand all of the tremendous therapies that are available and working, is giving rise to tyranny planned by the left. I'll tell you a couple of things quickly. So I mentioned to you Justice Alito is right out there saying the most astonishing, unacceptable uh, threats on individual liberty due to COVID. I mentioned a couple other things. Uh, Dr. Fauci, uh, who is you know the guru of coronavirus, uh, had a statement recently. I meant to have the clip ready. I ran out of time. But he actually said on national television in an interview, he's talking about how he's been talking about his, uh, with his colleagues in the UK and other places about COVID and the spread of COVID. So he's talking about how uh, the scientists are being described as authoritarian for promoting strict lockdowns and social distancing measures. He says, he suggested that the American spirit of independence had gotten in the way the American spirit of independence has gotten in the way of their imposing strict lockdowns over a disease with 99% recovery rate and plenty of efficacious ther uh, therapies to deal with it. He's saying uh, the American spirit has, of independence has gotten in the way and the nation needs to learn to follow orders whether they like it or not. He says, I was talking with my UK colleagues who are saying that the UK is similar to where we are now because each of our countries has that independent spirit. I can understand that, but now is the time to do what you're told. Fauci is saying this. And other doctors, and by the way, I've mentioned uh, we've, Simone Gold many times, she had a brilliant piece up at Washington Times talking about don't follow Europe's lockdown, don't follow this lockdown model, we don't need to do this. She gives all the reasons, not only that it's unnecessary, but it's actually unhelpful, unhealthful, not good for your health. But this is, we have become, you know, in this cult of experts in our country, we have too many people willing to say, well, you know, a lot of different opinions. I'm going to go with the alleged expert, Fauci, who hasn't treated a patient in something like 25 years and who is invested intellectually, financially, and almost emotionally in utilizing the vaccine as the only possible remedy and very, very willing to say that even after the vaccine's available, Americans going to still have to, you know, still going to have to wear a mask, still going to have to socially distance, still going to have to stay home. Even when his beloved, um, you know, uh, vaccine is ready, he's saying well, it won't be enough. Even after the vaccine, even if you've had the vaccine, even if you've had the disease and you have the antibodies and you're fine, everyone in his worldview should get vaccinated. And he's actually talking, he's out there, his current mission is talking up to the American people 
the idea that you know only the foolish would reject this vaccine. Everybody should do it and let us help the ignorant who won't do it. And believe me, he and anyone that Biden puts on his team, if he were to possibly steal this election, anyone who Biden puts on this team will be in the same mindset, the same mindset that says, you're gonna take the vaccine and we're gonna use COVID and you're gonna be afraid. And once you've agreed to this people, you just wait until the next new virus, the next novel virus comes along. The next novel illness comes along. We will have been trained like lab rats to just do as we're told, as Fauci's telling us. One great thing, there was actually one last point in this topic, which was Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, who himself went through COVID, uh, got over it, he's fine. Uh, he has vowed to fight Joe Biden's lockdowns and forcing us to wear masks forever. He says, I will do everything I can to prevent Biden from locking us up and locking us down and forcing us to wear masks. And so he's, he's speaking right up now, which is really great. Um, and, and, you know, just kind of speaking up saying, this is Senator Rand Paul uh, from Kentucky, uh, who's saying, we're just not, and he's a doctor too, by the way. He's saying, no, we're not doing this. But I just, I wanna, this is like, a, I feel like I'm the alarm bell. And I know many, many other people, are, it's not unique to my show, but many people who actually read and listen to experts and follow what is being, what the actual experts are saying about the impact of the therapies they have found. Um, all these people finding the therapies effective, getting over uh, coronavirus quickly, getting right back on track, all of those people are, are who you should be listening to. There's no, and especially when you think about Dr. Fauci you know, sitting up in his research perch in Washington, why does he have the right to overrule or to mock and ridicule the evidence that medical doctors in America are putting forward? Why would he? Why would he reject their putting forth the evidence they have found, the, the healing they have brought about through these treatments? Why? If in any other disease, if a doctor came forward, in fact, thousands of doctors came forward and said, hey, you know what? Uh, we've discovered that XYZ actually works on this issue. The intelligent answer, the respect for doctor's answer, the respect for truth, the yearning for truth answer would be, oh my gosh, that's great. Tell me how, what I gotta do. Explain to me what happened, explain. That would be the answer. Let me see, let, let's see about this. What you get from Fauci is, you know, a pat on the head, dismissal. In fact, we talk about many times in the show, I can't go in today, but even some of the trials that the uh, Fauci vaccine totalitarian leftists have come up with, some of the trials they set up to test the efficacy of budesonide and hydroxychloroquine are sabotaged from the start intentionally, are set up to where they don't give the medication early enough in the patient's exposure to coronavirus, but they wait until they're on their deathbed when the odds of survival are far lower and then try it. I mean, literally doctors on the show have explained that, that you've had the, the actual sabotaging of the research that, that people do, that the government has done to, to try to look at these various uh, remedies that people are, are mentioning that they have found. Doctors are, are saying they found and subjecting them to tests that are designed to make them fail. It's, it's the most astonishing. I, I mean, if you'd ever told us in, you know, in America 20 years ago, you'd have the doctor at the highest level of this country trying to hide from the American people 
results of tests of efficacious medications that are working and bringing healing, you'd say, that's ridiculous. That might happen in a communist country. That might happen. It wouldn't happen in America. It happened in America. Okay, one last quick story for today. Uh, very, very quickly. You know, I just want to mention again how much danger there seems to be. I, I, talk about, I, I said leftist bulldozing America's freedom. I just want to mention some of the things happening. I, 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 I see these stories, and I'm just going to lump them together into one. But in addition to, as you watch that little montage in the first segment of the show today, all of those news outlets around the country, not just saying the same message, but the exact same words. Don't listen to social media. Don't listen to people questioning the election outcome. Don't listen to people saying anything we don't like. Only listen to us. And it's not just the same message, same exact words. You can overlay them. They're all saying the same thing. These are, this is a, that, that manipulated that mindset, you will be manipulated. It's one of many forms of the leftist mindset trying to bulldoze or, or hypnotize the American people. But on the bulldozing and the just shutting down of American freedom, American political conversation, American conversation in general, you know, the social media, in fact, the, the you know, Silicon Valley leftists, are heavily into this, heavily helping. And so you had, for example, just the most amazing story, uh, MailChimp, which is one of those services you can use if you have a big email list. And so you have your email list all into, into the MailChimp application. And then you send out your weekly email. You know, people have MailChimp for, you know, your garden club, all sorts of reasons that aren't political, but political groups use it too. So MailChimp deplatformed, meaning severed their contract with, refused to allow an entity to use MailChimp anymore. They had their MailChimp set up, they're sending things out. MailChimp deplatformed a local tea party, told a tea party, you can't use MailChimp anymore. And so, I mean, there are alternatives to MailChimp. There are all sorts of other alternatives. But this is, and it wasn't because they didn't send out bad words, they didn't have pornography, they didn't have violence. They're sending out, I'm sure, they're a tea party. They're probably talking about, you know, stand up for fair elections or stand up against COVID tyranny. So MailChimp getting in on the game of censoring the American people. Uh, and then GoFundMe, which you mentioned numerous times, GoFundMe, a great platform for people. Often people put their names up there for things like, you know, they've had a tragedy in their family. They've had some other circumstance occur. And it's a way to say to really anybody who wants to donate, hey, I need some help. Can you help me? Can you please donate? People create GoFundMe pages for you know, personal tragedies for missions to try to, you know, feed the starving people or bring fresh water someplace, all sorts of good reasons. But GoFundMe suspended Candace Owens, you know, the one who founded Blexit, suspended Candace Owens because of things she said about George Floyd, which, you know, she's basically, I don't even know what she said, but they're deciding what political messages you're allowed to say. And they decide she can't say that about George Floyd. They also, GoFundMe, removed the campaign to help Kyle Rittenhouse, who was a young man, if you actually watch the video, who was provoked in a violent Antifa Black Lives Matter rally in Kenosha. He was the victim of the violence of Antifa Black Lives Matter mob activity. Kyle Rittenhouse fires his gun in self-defense and killed someone. Now the political system will review it and they are reviewing it. They'll decide 
you know, the, the outcome, the chart that, I mean, the legal system will decide, not political, the legal system will decide, should he be charged, whatever else he is to decide, and move forward. But he needs money for his criminal defense, so he sets up a GoFundMe page, which they promptly took down. I'm getting at the point, and, and it's happening with every single social media uh, platform you could imagine. It's happening with, and oh, oh, the one big one I wanted to mention, so there's a conservative website called The Conservative Treehouse. Uh, it's three or four or five years old. I'm not sure how long it's been around. But The Conservative Treehouse is one of the most popular uh, among conservatives. It is a, you know, it doesn't have flashy screaming headlines, doesn't have clickbait. It is very substantive, very serious, uh, huge, uh, serious research they do. They've been really big into covering the Russia collusion hoax, uh, covering what actually happened there. They look, they research, they give, they often give links to, you know, what uh, the Senate hearing and what happened that day uh, are links to pleadings and legal cases. They covered the Lieutenant General Michael Flynn case in great detail. They cover serious cases, serious issues, political issues in America, always very substantive, always very detailed, footnoted. And you can go, and people love Conservative Treehouse for a variety of reasons. One is that if they go in, they'll say, well, you know, in this, uh, today what happened in the Michael Flynn case is XYZ. If you're not familiar with uh, this issue, you can go to this link. I mean, they'll, they'll send you back so you can find and understand the issues they're talking about. There's no flashy headlines. There's no uh, poor language. It's not pornographic. It's not violent. It's serious and substantive and well-regarded and, and really among the thought leaders, um, people on the conservative side who were trying to expose the Russia collusion hoax while the media kept trying to pretend there really was Trump collusion uh, with the Russians when everybody else had figured there, when they had figured there wasn't. So conservative treehouses could not be more widely respected. So of all amazing things, WordPress deplatformed then. WordPress is the platform that creates websites and many people use WordPress to set up a website because it's pretty easy to do. It's, it's user friendly. You can set up a website with WordPress. You can do whatever things you got. You can change things. You can do a lot of things with WordPress. And and so, and so many, many people use WordPress. I mean, there are many other alternatives, of course, but Conservative Treehouse is a website that's been up for five years, as I say, so well regarded, um, very substantive, very thorough in explaining things. And WordPress just announced to Conservative Treehouse, we're taking you down. No, no explanation, just, just you've been deplatformed. They gave them a date early December saying, you know, you were taking everything down by then. So they gave them time at least to transfer all of their content, which is voluminous, to some other website and get it up on another website. So it'll still be there. But the point is, even WordPress is getting in on the left-wing suppression effort in this country. I talked a lot today, about to wrap up, but I talked a lot today and the past few weeks about what we're watching happen to this precious, extraordinary country. We are watching the rise of the totalitarian leftist mindset in this country. We're watching it in the way we talked about in the beginning of today, today's show. We had that little montage put together by James Woods where you can see every major left-wing, allegedly mainstream, but left-wing media outlet is 
it's got their talking points. They've been told what to say, and they're supposed to tell everyone: don't listen to, um, don't listen to alternative media. Don't listen to uh, news you learn online. Don't listen to anyone but us. They're all lying. We're talking. I mean, just, just a. If it could be like Russian propaganda, absolutely intended to hypnotize, mesmerize everyone into into going along with what they're saying, and what they're saying is to ignore the truth. But you have this effort, this Marxist effort in this country, which honestly I, I could never have imagined even five years ago that we would see in this country coming to the fore. What used to be the radical communist extreme crazy on the left, you know, they had some communist group in this country that had, you know, five members. Radical communism, Marxism, socialism, leftism have become the mainstream Democrat party of today. It is the agenda that says you will not listen to other people. It is the agenda that says nobody questions the government. It is the agenda that says you cannot entertain an opinion that is not permissible. You have free, uh, free speech threatened across the board regularly in this country. You have colleges that will not permit conservative speakers. You have college uh, you know, thought police rules that are supposedly about protecting the feelings of others, but you have repression of free speech on college campuses. You have, you have people being told what you can and cannot say on college campuses on issues of every kind. You have militant groups in this country on college campuses believing it is their right to shut down free speech, any speech not approved by the radical left in this world any speech not approved by the radical left, they're saying they can shut down. And they can shut down because they're right and no other view but the left-wing view is right. So we have free speech crushed on college campuses in the mainstream American political conversation. You have more and more speech limitations. You have, I mean, we're just watching the, the shrinking of freedom in this country sold to you by the American left as caring and compassion, sold to you by the American left of, of the idea that because to be inclusive, we can't use certain language, we can't engage in certain things. We have the media platforms of all kinds have decided, which includes YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all of them deciding what can and can't be said. You have, when you have Sidney Powell exposing, exposing, the actual theft of this most recent election 2020, the manipulation of voter tabulation software. Sidney Powell is telling the story and you have most of the social media outlets taking down her story, her explanations as untrue or inconsistent with uh, the standards, uh, community standards for one of the social media platforms. All these things seem isolated. You can say, well, we have free speech problem on campus. We have free speech issues uh, on social media. Uh, we have mainstream uh, networks that won't let certain things be said. Uh, we have Fauci who won't let America's, America's doctors be heard, who mocks and belittles them. But all of it, even though it's not a coordinated move, it is the various battlefronts that freedom lovers and patriots in this country are facing. Patriots who believe in the idea of America, the founding idea from our declaration, our constitution, the idea of basic human freedom, we are facing attacks on multiple fronts. Whether it's college campuses not permitting speech, 
whether it's social media shutting down speech, whether it is the uh, government through in the form of Fauci shutting down doctors in this country who are trying to explain the great therapies they found, we're watching a repression of freedom in this country. It's not just COVID tyranny, although that is part of it. COVID tyranny is part of it. It's the larger leftist mission that they will tell America what you can think about, what you can think, where you can live, whether you can leave your house, whether you are allowed to go to the store today, whether you're allowed to travel, we are losing freedom in this country. And this is why so many patriots are passionately fighting to defend the, the, the true results of the election of 2020, which is, as Sidney Powell has said, Trump won in a landslide. Trump's presence in Washington has truly awakened the, the fighting spirit of the American people who want their country back and who want freedom back. We're living in extraordinary consequential times in America, and that's why I do my show to speak about America, to talk about America, to share the stories about America. We have to be willing to fight against every single effort the left engages in to bulldoze freedom, to bulldoze your speech, to bulldoze the American, the idea of America. Our country needs patriots to speak up and stand up at every arena, at every place that, that their loss of freedom can be challenged because the left is so determined to destroy this country. As you heard about uh, um, on yesterday's show, we, talked, we played the uh, video of the woman who lived in Yugoslavia and now she's American and she talked about um, what happened in her country among the things she talked about we didn't get to but refreshing repression of speech you can't talk about this anymore you can't say this anymore this ugly repressive leftist marxist socialist communist mindset is pressing its way into america and it's up for patriots it's up to patriots who love freedom to stand up I close every show by telling you why the stories we talked about today matter to you. And so we started our show today uh, with the media echo chamber. I'm going to say, actually, Matt the Wonderful, save that video. I'm going to play that again. It's truly remarkable. But why it matters to you, James Woods' montage drives home. We're in the midst of information warfare. Americans are being lied to by the mainstream media and manipulated by big tech censorship. Victory in the war requires discernment of the truth. The repetition of lies can never make them true, but the left is trying. The election is over, say they. No, it is not. There is no evidence of election fraud. No, there's actually overwhelming evidence of election fraud. The American people have moved on. No, November 14th, the Million Man March in Washington was real and the tip of the iceberg of the American people's ire at this fraud. America is trending socialist. No, it's not. I didn't mention that there were 27 toss-up races Races by the Cook Political Report said 27 congressional races were toss-ups, and GOP won exactly 27 of them. Sorry, guys, but America is not trending socialist. The people like Trump's agenda, but they hated him and voted him out. Was another argument. No, actually, Trump won in a landslide. Support America can be talk and other alternative media. America is overdue for a complete replacement of the corrupt, lying media. And COVID tyranny incoming can barely begin to tell you how bad it is. COVID is the left's ticket to, to totalitarian control. Biden's just a figurehead. Lockdowns, masks, curfews starting in California. Limits on family gatherings, Thanksgiving and Christmas. There's no medical science supporting any of this. Broad, stringent lockdowns in Europe have not worked. COVID therapies abound. Doctors successfully treating patients are silenced. Why? 
COVID recovery rates are 99% plus for virtually everyone but the very aged and infirm. Fauci gave away the game. Now's the time to do what you're told. This is totalitarianism. Vaccination will become the gateway for travel, entertainment, entrance to anything unless we stand up. Justice Alito and Senator Rand Paul see COVID policy as tyranny. Spread the word. Civil disobedience may be the only way to stop this. Stop this now or it will only get worse. And leftists building, bulldozing American freedom. The left has opened a multi-front war. Americans must be awake to fight on every front. WordPress is deplatforming conservative sites. MailChimp refusing to allow conservative messages. GoFundMe taking down sites for conservative causes. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter continuing brazen censorship against conservatives. Rioters attacking peaceful protesters and attacking innocent people eating at restaurants which happened in Washington, the Million Maga March, free speech denied on college campuses. The American people must stay strong and clear. There are vastly more Americans who love this country and want to preserve it than there are who hate it and want to destroy it. All this needed is for the majority to stand up and fight. And that's my closing point for today. Despite all of the tyranny we are watching, all the repression of speech, the majority of people, of Americans, love this country, they love freedom, they love free speech, they love freedom of speech, they love freedom of religion. The majority of Americans do not accept the leftist agenda in this country. It may seem like they do because the left is loud, because they're violent, because they attack, because they threaten. But the fact is, and the very positive, great message out of all that we're talking about today is the majority of Americans love this country and love freedom. All it takes is for those freedom lovers to stand up and speak up for America. I do this show Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. Central Time to speak up for this precious, extraordinary country. Go to my website, americacanwetalk.org. On the homepage, you can hit subscribe to subscribe to the Once Weekly Newsletter. You can hit donate if you'd like to keep this show going. My show is entirely donor funded. So if you like what you're hearing, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation on the website. If you want to email me, you can email me at americacanwetalk at gmail.com. But in closing for this day and for this week, I want to urge you to recognize these extraordinarily precarious and serious times in America. Be brave, speak up, stand up for this precious, extraordinary country. America needs you to do that. And I do this on my show every day because America is great and extraordinary and I want it to be perpetuated for generations to come. I speak up for America because America matters. And I'll talk to you next time. Can we talk truth about America? Can you hear-